the way, did you hear someone like clipping their toenails throughout that entire thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, you were on like some real pearls of wisdom, but I didn't want to be like maybe someone that's cutting their toenails. But I definitely heard someone clipping their toenails back there. Um, That's really odd. So gross. Hello and welcome to 30 by 30, a podcast tracking 30 adventures as challenged by my friends before my 30th birthday. In this podcast series, you're going to hear me climb a mountain, attend a protest, ride a motorbike, attempt to date my comedy idol, yikes, and so much more. In episode nine, my challenge for you is to go wild swimming. You're going to like this episode. It was recorded on one of the last days of summer with my friend Livy. We're going to crack on, but just to say specifically to my family that at the mention of Moon Cups, you might want to turn the volume down for a minute. Mum, Dad, Silver Spice, you have been warned. Um, I just don't think you'll appreciate the subtext. The rest of you, I hope you enjoy. I'm not the world's most confident swimmer. My family were on holiday in Tenerife when I was seven and playing in the sea when a string of 10-foot waves overcame us. Mum clung onto my sister while Dad kept throwing me up in the air in the hope that I would be airborne as each wave rolled over before he would then catch me and hold me tightly as the current dragged us back. But the waves were just so huge that sadly his efforts weren't successful and all I can remember is Dad giving me a countdown before I was repeatedly pushed upwards and simultaneously compressed by salty water. It's one of the few moments I've had where I felt pure acute fear and I don't know if that has something to do with my lack of confidence but today I'm no fish. Don't get me wrong, I love a dip in the sea on holiday or a gentle swim in a pool before reviving piña colada but I'm not about to train for local swimming heats. Livy and I are both busy people and while we discussed wild swimming in picturesque lakes and rivers not too far from London where we both live, we settled on Hampstead Heath where the ponds are popular with fellow busy city dwellers in summer. (laughs) No, I actually really brought a uh, mask and a snorkel. Do you know, I said said to um, the guys next year, I was like, I've only got a bikini. I was like, I bet Livy turns up like in a proper swimming costume with a swimming cap and goggles and I'm going to feel such a fraud. I do have a swimming costume. Yeah, I thought the, you might the mask and mask and snorkel <laughs> didn't come because I didn't know which box it was. Okay, so how do we know each other? Livy, uh, Livy I should say, Livy. So we know each other from work. Yeah. Um, so we started the same day. Mm-hmm. It was my first ever job, as in like a real job. Mine too. Um, and first day basically doing the same job but yeah. for two different companies. That's right. And you thought I had a really confident walk. Yeah. And yeah. I had no idea what I was doing. And I actually turned up one day late after I should have started my you job. You were quite unwell. I was really unwell because I'd been backpacking around Cuba and yeah. I was meant to come back on a certain date but I hadn't realised it was an overnight flight. Right. So I actually turned up to my first ever day of my first ever job one day later than I should <laughs> in a travel role which is really dumb um, so we worked for for two travel publishers and we were both the assistants for those two companies yeah I just remember you had a really confident walk and in the printer room I was I was always just like I don't know what I'm doing and always having a bit of an existential crisis in the printer room and then you just like walk in and pick up some printouts and like say hello and walk off. <laughs> so I was like, oh, she's been here for ages. And then I think we had like training or something together. We had an induction an together. An induction together. And I think I, I think I was just like, oh, you sit like across the corridor from me. I thought you'd been here for years. Yeah, and I hadn't. And I I'm a total fraud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you just had this. I think because I was just so nervous. 
yeah. all the time. Oh god, I was nervous. Oh mate, don't you yeah. seem to even know exactly? What really you're doing. um sweaty picture on my security <laughs> pass for the next six years. <laughs> really bad fake tan that I tried to do in Cuba and then sweated all over. Yeah, so we started so we're both assistants, we started on the same day and then we were in the company before rough guys all left. Um, on that really horrible day, mm. I think you were there for about five. We worked here for five years. Yeah, I think about five, five years. Five years. Yeah. Um, with fairly regular teas. Lots of teas. Yeah, it was really nice to have like a firm rough guide buddy. Yeah. And I always felt like I had a cheerleader on the other side, <laughs> and there'd always be someone. It was just really nice to know that you had someone. Yeah. On the other side. And I think it's nice as well doing. It was a kind of funny structure because there was only one editor assistant in each company. So it was nice because we were going through kind of almost exactly the same thing. Yeah. But there was, you know, we were never sort of competing for no. roles because it wasn't like you were the two editor assistants to the same company. You're right. So it was this really lovely thing where you totally got how I was feeling. Yeah. I got how you were feeling. Yeah. But it was just removed from everything. You're right. We never great. did. We, we, yeah. That's so true. I've never thought of it that way before. Yeah. It meant that we kind of. Not that I'm like super competitive. No, 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 but, but, of course not. <laughs> I wouldn't leave a friend of you in love, guys. <laughs> so, where are we now? Where are we now? As in physically, where are we, where now? Are we now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Emotionally, well, Lily, where are you now? <laughs> I was just thinking about Brighton there, and I was like, yeah. And then we shared a bed, and everyone thought we were in Iceland. Oh my so god, we great. did. So we yeah. went, yeah, we went to a sales conference, and that's right. We all had. It was this really big company sales conference in Brighton. It was really early on. It as was well. really early on. It was really fun. They paid for everything, hotels, like a big, like yeah. a night, you know, of food and drinking and dancing. And we had hotel rooms, like yeah. one each, yeah. obviously, because we're fully grown adults. Um, and that's right. And I remember you and a couple of others came to get ready in my room. Because I hate being alone. We left. We went and had a lot to drink and had a lot of fun. And then, yes, you came and stayed in my bed with me. I did. You... And I remember going back to my room <laughs> after the night out and going, huh, well, this is kind of dull. And I don't want to be by myself. And I had in, I think I then just went back to your room and was like hey i'm gonna stay the night and i remember the next morning i had nothing to change into so i was wearing my dress from the night before looking like you know whatever and i remember walking back to my room and there was a cleaner who'd just come out of the room which was obviously completely untouched like bed beautifully made and she gave me a bit of a funny look like a little smile as i went into my room i remember on the bedside table i had a piece of paper which said Lucy room 304 whatever it was and I was like oh god <laughs> so yeah that was great you were big spoon as I recall yeah um so we're having a gin now we are because where are we yes that was the question <laughs> you can say we're really much like, like where are we in our, where are we in our relationship right now well, um we are in Hampstead Heath yeah because what is what is your challenge to me so my challenge is we are going to go wild swimming. Yes. Yes. We're going to go wild swimming. How are you feeling about it? Um, so I actually hate cold water. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering why I challenged you to do this because yeah. it's something that I actually would absolutely hate to do myself. Yeah. But it's kind of exciting. We're sitting in a bit of um, dappled sunlight. Yeah. Had a bit of gin. Yeah. Got some picnic food. Everyone's looking really chilled sitting around in their bikinis and swimming costumes and acting like it's not a big deal that we think it is. So. <laughs> I'm really quite nervous because I'm not a very confident swimmer. Right, I didn't know that. 
Is this a safety risk? I don't know. Yeah, imagine now if I, I start I, producing I armbands. I think of you as a swimmer in my head. You do I, think of me as a swimmer? No, I didn't. No, no, no. no. But, I thought it would be out of your comfort zone. Completely. So but you I do know me well. I didn't know your swimming level. No, no. <laughs> so why did you challenge me to this? Um, that's a really good question. I think I wanted to do something um, that was a bit of an adventure but accessible. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I quite like the idea of kind of micro-adventures, so sort of something that would take you outside your comfort zone, be a little bit unusual, but yeah. not be kind of wildly expensive. Yes. I mean, it's two pounds. So yes, yeah. It's, it's one budget. of my cheaper challenges, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, not, not hugely expensive, not too much of a kind of undertaking, but um, hopefully something a little bit different. And I don't know, every summer I... Um, you see like these roundup articles of best wild swimming spots and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that'd be really cool. And I, I you know, I want to, I like the idea of doing that. Yeah. And then the summer goes by and I've never done it. And so selfishly, I think I wanted to do it despite the fact that I hate cold water. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was something a little bit different. But I love that and that's what we yeah. were just saying. I really, really love the challenges where my friends have said that they'll do it with me. Yeah. And where it's often something that's intrigued them. I think that's yeah. really 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 fun okay okay shall we mm. okay so how did you find the wild swim so now we're out we're out of the pond Mimi you've drawled a bit of drift yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I just, I just, on you. just dribbled in excitement <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'm still in our previous conversation <laughs> I really did spring that question yeah. on you. I'm so Ooh. sorry. <laughs> that was my fault. Um, we're out the pond. We're having a gin and some strawberries. <laughs> How did you find it? I loved it. I loved it yeah. too. It was such a great challenge. I'm really cold now. I'm really cold and I'm shaking quite a lot. <laughs> Are you? Oh no. Do you um, need to put this? No, no, no. I'm, I'm good. Are you I'm sure? good. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel really buzzy about that. I, I feel, feel really invigorated. Buzzy. I feel cold, but I yeah. feel like quite excited yeah you you were really great I think I was quite nervous I think I was worried about I was just worried about the temperature and see that's why you got in first and yeah. you were actress of the year until you emerged or the rest of your body <laughs> in and then you were like it's really warm it's really warm it's really warm yeah it wasn't it wasn't the coldest water I've been in but I hate cold water and it was it was a lot colder than it said it was on the sign. Because the sign said 21 degrees, which is balmy. Yes, it was not It was that. not 21 degrees. No, and as I was lowering my body down the steps and trying to encourage you, I was sounding less and less sure of myself. <laughs> exactly, so. yeah. And the, the woman who got in first was so lovely, and she just, like, glided in and was like, it's wonderful. She breezed in. And the lifeguard yeah. said to us, take your time, there's yeah. no rush. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, we did get in really quickly. Yeah. Yeah, we got in quickly. I thought we would get out straight away. Yeah. But we uh, swam the whole pond. We swam the whole pond. Yeah. It was hard work. Yeah. Um, it was really hard work. Yeah. Um, and then we both got quite cold. Yeah, and you were talking about your honeymoon and your teeth were shattering. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really engrossed in my story about um, seeing dolphins yeah. in Italy, which was totally unexpected. And um, yeah, I didn't realise my, my teeth were chattering so much. So, Livy, you turned 30 in April this year. I did. So about six, almost six months ago. Yeah. Four months ago. Four months ago? I have no idea. A few months ago. I just ago. agreed with what you said. You just said. you're really cold. I was like, six, yeah, four, <laughs> six. <laughs> you turned 30 a few months ago. 
how did you feel or have you felt about turning 30? Um, so as I was saying to you earlier, I am going to have the most rambly convoluted message message um answer to this i mean see there we go already gone with it. <laughs> um so it's it's funny because i've been listening to a podcast and every time i've been hearing you ask that question i've been thinking oh i need to come up with a good answer to that and i still don't have a good answer to it i think to be completely honest i didn't think that much about it just before i was turning 30 yeah i didn't kind of i think in the back of my mind I was like oh, I should probably do a big party because it's my 30th that was like the kind of pressure I was feeling was like oh I should sort of do something for it yeah and anyway obviously it ended up not having anything it wasn't that you weren't invited <laughs> <laughs> it was a great party um yeah but obviously because I was getting married two months later yeah and I was having hen do and stuff I just sort of thought I can't take up more people's yeah. time um Aww. so the actual birthday kind of passed me by yeah a bit uneventfully I was at another friend's wedding so that's quite nice because it was total distraction um but yeah I think it's what do I think about it I think I I thought I would freak out more about it because I freaked out a lot when I turned 20 yeah Um, did you someone else said that to me as well I think my friend Bella said that yeah I remember thinking um I remember actually saying to everyone they had to call it 20 when 20. I turned 20 which is really sad because I was so sad to not be in my teens anymore yeah. 19 was my favourite year of my life and uh, at that stage I absolutely loved it and I was really gutted to be turning 20 and then I think again like I sort of really overthought turning 25 because I sort of in my head you know the first half of your 20s you've got this like yes allowance to just make mistakes and try stuff out and mess around and then it's this feeling that in 25 to 30 you suddenly have to have everything sorted and yeah and you're sort of you're not you don't have that kind of same leeway anymore but um so I think I almost maybe overthought it so much before that actually turning 30 wasn't that big a deal because I'd already freaked Been out through about all that it. Stuff. Okay. Um, so you had a prior to that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The quarter life, not the quarter. This isn't like you had a quarter life crisis, but it yeah. sounds like you, the quarter life thing. It was more. Yeah. Kind of that twenty-five, late late twenties thing that you yeah. kind of went through something a bit. I think so, and actually, I mean, I don't know. Like now that I'm thirty, it really hasn't bothered me at all. No. I think it's more of a like. I notice things more kind of society-wise. Yeah. So, like, you know, silly things like rail cards. Yeah. Or I was looking at joining some... Because I went freelance a year ago, I was looking at joining some kind of freelancer women's community thing. Yeah. And the membership fee's higher if you're 30 and up. I mean, even, like... Uh, I don't know if this is... This is probably, like, an overshare for your podcast. <laughs> but... Um, moon cups yeah different sides if you're over 30 you're kidding yeah yeah so there's kind of i think there's what i know I, that, that was why is that a different size i have no idea i just I remember i haven't grown since i was 17 yeah but Got it. 
something that came up in a WhatsApp group of my friends right. recently because I don't know someone's looking for a makeup and <laughs> anyway we were all kind of like oh my god we've all turned 30 we now like don't qualify for that <laughs> the other side <laughs> anyway but so yeah what I th- what I think I'm trying to say is I think I don't so much have a problem is there with it yeah but I do feel like there are like all these like little reminders in society mm. of like that it's this big deal mm. and it's kind of I, I feel like we kind of have a culture that like fetishizes youth it's like yeah you know 30 under 30 is as if like it's this you know the biggest achievement is achieving something when you're young yeah rather than just achieving something or becoming an expert yes. at something over your life like, yes I don't know, I kind That's of... That's so um, true as well. You're right. Yeah. You're so right. It, 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 it is kind of always a big accolade when it's like, and they're only 24. Yeah. yeah. And I find myself getting really bitter because I watch like, you know, TV programmes or I read things or whatever and it's always got the age listed yeah, you're right. after someone. So you read this article and it's like, da, 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 27. Yeah. And it's like, oh crap, they're younger than me and they've achieved yes. this. Yes, yes. But so it's this weird obsession that I feel we have as a society with youth. Um, that's interesting. I don't know what that's I'm really trying to say by this, but I feel like that's more of an you issue of, than what you, I have. This is what I've been struggling with when I was trying to think about how to answer this. Was why is it such like an impressive thing mm. to have achieved? All, it's like this tick list, and why is it so impressive to be like I'm 30 and I'm married, I've got two kids, I've got this career, I've got this house. It's like, well, then what do you have to look forward to? Yes. Like, why? Yeah. Why is this? Is it this kind of race? And actually, do you want to be that person who's got everything, done everything, and has nothing new? Like, it's quite nice to enjoy life's phases, and it's quite nice to, you know, we should be appreciating becoming an expert at something over time, and dedicating your life to something, or, like, the journey of getting somewhere surely is where the enjoyment is, rather than just the having of something. I don't know. That's so true. That's so, so true. Yeah, and just because you're the first one to get something doesn't mean you're the happiest in it. Just because you're the first one to get married, you might be the first one to get divorced. Yeah. You know, as long as 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 you're doing what's right for you and you're happy in what you're doing, it doesn't matter when you tick that box. As long as it's the box that you want to be ticking. I don't know. I think, you know, like, I'm definitely way happier, like now yeah not that I was like I was never unhappy to be honest but compared to early 20s like now it's like got amazing friends got amazing family yeah yes I've just got married and I've got a nice home yeah I don't know but you've also like worked you've worked for those things and they happened at the right moment and I think it's I think for me it's more of a it's probably more in like a work sense that I would feel that pressure because I left my job yeah. last year I've been freelance I'm still kind of working it out and yeah. I'm by no means kind of a successful freelancer or whatever and and that's where that comparison comes in where you then it's easy to look at other people and go oh you know they write for these publications or they do photography for this and they're 26 and but you know as long as as long as you're enjoying what you're doing yeah. I think you hit on some of the things that my sister said and yeah. one of them is that you were planning a wedding when you had just turned you know you turned 30 as you were planning a wedding she turned 30 just after she'd had a wedding but I can see how that is kind of like a, a nice distraction it but is it means a distraction you have, but it means you yeah. have a focus it was it was a definite distraction because 
like I hate to say it but it was all about the wedding to mm. the extent that I was almost a bit like I feel like I've been robbed of a birthday because I didn't yeah celebrate I can understand that because I was at you know I was celebrating someone else's wedding and I, I didn't really feel like I could um, expect more of people so I'm going to have a 31st I was going to ask you're going to have a 31st that's um, a nice idea yeah but yeah 30 felt like a bit of a long event mm. I think I've thought about it more because of your podcast mm. Mm. and I thought about it more like I said like just tripping up upon things which are like you now no longer qualify yeah that's when I've been a bit like huh okay yeah, yeah. but apart from that like it's not bothered me I like that though yeah I really really like that I really that's what I want to hear I don't know where it comes from but I, I know it is it's not it is a thing no, that I'm people not, no, you're feel right. I, but I'm it's fascinating to think where has this come from because it's it's definitely not for me it's not coming from within my own friendship group for me I also wonder whether it's an internal thing maybe not not I don't think it's a biological clock but if it is just mm. something deep down buried in me yeah that maybe is also just thinking yeah should I be kind of being more serious should I be yeah. thinking more about you know buying property should I really knuckle down and stop yeah. going out and drinking gins yeah and start properly thinking about saving or should I you know move to a city that or a place that isn't as expensive and yeah but I suppose that's what I'm saying is I could do that. I could, mm. if I really applied myself, yeah. I could save more. I could buy something sooner. Yeah. But I also would be really sad yeah. to give up the stuff that I really love, which is ultimately yeah. having fun yeah. with my friends. Which I think, you know, then, then you've hit the nail on the head because you, you know, I think the best thing that you could do is you live authentically you you know and and you should be doing what you love where you love with who you love and you know screw it if that has a 29 label on it or if it has a 30 label I mean there's you know we're all getting older every second of every day so it is just it is just a number and you know probably when you're turning 40 you'll look back and go oh god I wish I wish I could have more gins I wish I could have more nights out and you are right I don't know I think um I don't know, you Yeah. I I, I'd, I think yeah. you've hit I think you've hit on something. That's a really nice image. And it's that yeah. same thing again of, you know, it's that cliche thing, you know, when you're on your deathbed, no one ever is gonna say, I'm I'm so glad I worked all that overtime. They're yeah. gonna say, I'm really glad that I went yeah. on that holiday yeah. to this place with, you know, yeah. a few pennies in my pocket exactly. with this person and we had an awesome yeah. time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think I think that's the thing you need to you need to live your life. Yeah. Do what you want to do. That's sage, sage advice and words of wisdom from a married woman. Oh my god. A thirty-year-old married oh woman. Oh my god. You're Jesus. so you're so great and mature. <laughs> I'm really not though. Um, I tried to bring a snorkel along to a pond. So. <laughs> Thank you so much. I honestly, I look at it. It's so beautiful here. And I just really, really love the challenge. It was really fun. It, pu- it pushed me outside my comfort zone. Yeah. You were really great. You just got in. And it was just, it felt really invigorating. And it was genuine. It felt like a really fun, I feel like I've ticked something off my list. Good. Yay. Thank you so much. Yay. Thank you. I absolutely love this challenge. 
It pushed me out of my warm, dry comfort zone and I've long wanted to swim in Hampstead's ponds. As I've said before, I also just love it when my friends do their challenge with me. It makes it all the more special. And Livy really threw herself into it, figuratively and literally. She also hit on some really sweet points about turning 30, how it can be rubbish, but ultimately it doesn't mean anything. I genuinely feel like I want to do more wild swimming and in more remote and outlandish situations too. It felt like a really civilised introduction to a new wild swimming habit. I asked some of my friends about memorable places and memories they have of swimming. Um, so my most memorable swimming experience is from last year after I challenged myself to do a lot of outdoor swimming and I went on a three-day trip to the Lake District which I think had my highs and lows of swimming in the same weekend. Um, the low was the first day where I managed to have both a panic attack and cramp in a really cold lake which wasn't great. But then the next day, I, um, I really wanted to enjoy my time there. So went on the next swim with the walk, another lake, and we swam down a river into this massive tarn, I think, technically. Swam round this island, and it was just the most exhilarating, terrifying, amazing, beautiful experience all in one go, really. I must have been about six or seven, and... Um we were on holiday in Lanzarote and my parents had gone somewhere and my grandpa was meant to be minding me and my younger brother but he um he walked into a cactus basically and um was yeah so he was lying down feeling very faint um with like a a wet flannel on his head and uh, my brother decided that was a great time to go for a swim so um had to jump in and saw him out which I'm quite proud of actually. Uh, My parents live on the coast of Kenya, an absolutely beautiful spot and I adore swimming in the sea there. It's a gorgeous temperature, the beach is absolutely stunning and I particularly like it because it's a reef. Uh, Yes I think swimming just generally gives me a feeling of sort of being away, being in a warm place, uh, often with friends or family Um, and uh, and it's a wonderful all-body workout. Swimming in in Hampstead ponds opened my eyes to to the sport, or to to made me want to, to get into outdoor swimming on a, a wider basis. Um, so since moving to Edinburgh, I've explored it far more. I actually joined a, a meetup group up here where there's this sort of monthly wild swims organised um, within a sort of hour radius of, of Edinburgh. Um, so, so since moving up, I've actually with that group, I've, I've swam in Whitted a Reservoir. At the, the start of summer, I've been to, to a number of the reservoirs in the Pentlands, which are about a half-hour cycle from, from where we now live. And I guess for me, for me now, that the where, I, I, it's, it's anywhere that I can. For me, I find it almost like a, a, a form of mindfulness or a form of meditation, um, outdoor or open water or wild swimming, I guess, whatever you want to call it. You know, when you're in open water, outdoors, typically in beautiful scenery, I, I don't think there's much else you can really think about other than, than, than where you are, and particularly when you're in, in cold, um, cold water. There really is nothing else you can think about other than exactly what you're doing at that time and where you are. You have to really focus on your breathing. And, and because of, generally speaking, you are in, in beautiful outdoors as well, it's this real feeling of, of exhilaration and release that you get, get as well. So I guess the first wild swimmer I, I knew and the first wild experience I, I had growing up was with my grandmother. And she um, so she, she's, she lives in the south of France, in the Dordogne, and... 
every day without fail she she wild swims in in a there's a local lake uh, about 10 minutes from from her house which is actually a fisherman's lake and swimming is strictly banned but she's swam there for at least 30 years now and she goes every day without fail throughout the year and swims there and swears by that spot sort of what keeps her young and I must say she's the youngest I think 85 year old woman um, certainly I've, I've met. I'm not really on social media at the moment um, but if you want to look me up you can find me at the handles in the show notes below and as for rounding up I just want to say a huge thank you to Livy for being the calmest most positive swimming partner a girl could ask for. It was a lovely close to summer taking a dip and drinking gin tins in dappled sunshine while shivering our tits off. Next time on the podcast, and it was a proper drinks party. It was like my first official drink. What was the what? Why? I can't remember. Was it my? Was it my eighteen? It might have been your eighteen because right. I remember buying a, a gold dress, and I loved you my gold. You did wear a gold dress, shimmery to my gold dress. No, you looked fab. Thanks. I remember that, and you had and you had curly hair. I at that did point. have yeah. curly hair, yeah. and I remember going and thinking, I am I, this. I'm a grown up. This is a grown up <laughs> drinks party. Yeah, did, so but do you remember my cake? Because your cake was a your eighteen. Very inappropriate. Mine's pirate shit. <laughs> <laughs> Until then team